This is the Elias Moreira podcast. Here we discuss classical musicianship, what it means to be a musician, the lifestyle, and how to overcome the daily challenges that every young musician has to face within this highly competitive industry. Enjoy. All right, so it's the end of the year. We are in exam phase. Everyone is stressed. Everyone is emotional. Um, and uh, I want to take this opportunity to talk about a topic that relates to this, which is finishing university and the fears and the insecurities that arise with that. And I, for sure, not not speaking only for myself, but I probably speak for a lot of people, is when I say it sucks to finish university because you're entering the professional working world and you never did that before. Or maybe you had side jobs and stuff, but for most people that finish university, that's a big, big step. We are all super scared. We don't know what's going to happen. Everyone is insecure. And um, yeah, so what I want to talk in this episode is what people usually do, yeah, how people handle this situation. Uh, some people handle it correctly, some people don't. And uh, yeah, how you can navigate through this process when you finish university, because if you're not in master two yet, you're going to arrive there and you for sure want to know what you should do yeah, in order to avoid um, these insecurities and these uncertainties, um, which, by the way, is unavoidable. Yeah, It's ine inevitable to have these feelings because it's just how it is. It's part of the process. So, yeah, let's get into it. Um, a lot of things that happen when people arrive to this point is they want to prolong their studies. That's the main kind of way to avoid this moment where you finish university. And for some people, it's good because they need it. But for some people, that's just a way to avoid this uncertainty. And in that case, if you really don't need to another year, then you shouldn't do it. You should really try your best to, you know, to move forward, to get away from the student life. Because I know the student life is very comfortable. You're probably still getting help from your parents. You don't have to pay any taxes or any of that kind of stuff. And you're, yeah, you're kind of comfortable. So you want to keep doing that. And then you, there's various ways that you, you know, tr talk to yourself where you try to convince yourself, even though you know it's bullshit, you, you still need another year in uh, baroque music <laughs> no offense to the baroque musicians uh, I, I think you're doing a great job but you know if you're a classical musician and you don't really like baroque but you just want to do it because you just are scared to go into the into the real world then that's not the right thing to do of course yeah so people start doing you know new masters they, they change school they uh, they change teacher all these things they tell themselves i need another year i don't feel ready yet but let me tell you one thing you will never feel ready yeah this moment is inevitable and the sooner you get you you pass through it the the faster you overcome it <laughs> if that sounds correct <laughs> anyways yeah so feelings of insecurities arise yeah you ask yourself are you good enough because in the music world yeah there's just so many good musicians out there You know, if you're auditioning for a job, for an orchestra position, for example, or for a theater position, or for a teaching job, or whatever, 
there are going to be a bunch of other musicians that play insanely well. And that, of course, is intimidating. Your friends left and right, some of them are quitting completely. Uh, they finish their studies and then in the end they realize that they actually wanted to do something completely different. So that's discouraged you as well. Some people want to start doing a pedagogic study. Yeah, they just say, okay, I'm going to finish now this and now I'm still going to do a, a year in pedagogy. All of these things are good. Huh? I'm not saying that it's bad. Yeah, maybe I will do a pedagogic study still. But what I'm saying is, what are the reasons you're doing it? Are you doing the reasons because you really love to teach and you really want to become a teacher and that's the dream you want to do? Or is it more just like, ah, fuck, I still want to be a, a student and uh, let's do it. I mean, what do I have to lose? And maybe later I'll become a teacher and it helps, you know? So ask yourself, are you doing this for the right reasons? Pedagogic studies are not bad. They're good. But um, yeah, for the right reasons. That's one thing. Another thing is also, oftentimes musicians are international, so they're studying in uh, Central Europe, for example, yeah, Germany, Belgium, the Netherlands, Austria, all these kind of countries where music culture is quite on a high level, and they come from far away to study, and after they finish, they go back to their home countries. They just, you know, they're scared to try it out here, and they want to go back because that's where they are comfortable. Like I said, it always comes back to the same thing. Are you operating within your comfort zone? Or do you want to get back to your comfort zone? Or do you really want to try to make something out of these years that you have been studying so hard for this instrument? I'm certainly not trying to tell you what you have to do. You know, that's something you have to ask yourself. You are the person that knows what's best for you. I'm just telling you based on my experience and what I've noticed is that a lot of people just take the wrong decisions because they're scared. And I think that's really important that you become aware when you are operating in a state of fear and when you are operating in a state of rational thinking. Sometimes it makes sense to keep another year of studies ongoing, but oftentimes it's not. If you're a master yeah, and you're around 25 upwards, you should be already on a level that uh, allows you to start working professionally. And the sooner you start, the better. So what are people going to do? They have to start auditioning now for orchestras, for example. And that's certainly my case, because I have to do these auditions now, because I'm planning to enter into a highly prestigious orchestra. That's really my main goal here. And uh, this is also the goal for a lot of other musicians. And it's scary. It's really, really scary because you have to imagine there's going to be a bunch of people listening to you, evaluating you, and it's a very stressful situation. So, of course, a lot of musicians don't, you know, they feel this resistance towards doing that. But I'm telling you, if you want to go for orchestra, you should go as, as soon as possible. As soon as you can play the pieces they ask, as soon as you finish your studies, do auditions. I can't stress that enough. Do as many auditions as you can because winning an audition is more of a numbers game. It's a bit of luck included and it's a numbers game. Uh, we will not go into detail and in auditioning. That's something for another podcast episode that I saved for, for the future. But for orchestra, orchestra musicians, I think doing uh, auditions for academies, for example, because that's really good to have it in your CV. If you do an academy, you can 
later get invited into much more prestigious orchestras because they see you already have some experiences and normally academies are always a really good indicator for these orchestra institutions to to know if the person is worth it to do an audition or not so that's the thing the problem is with academies there's a limit of age if you're over 30 it's going to be hard for you to find an academy so that's why do it as soon as possible but like I said, that's something for another episode. And if you want to become a teacher, yeah, that's good. You're doing teaching with already probably, maybe you already teach here, some private students here, some private students there. But you don't want to stay on that level. You don't want to become a freelancer because trust me, being a freelancer slash entrepreneur is very, very stress stressful. It's insanely stressful. And for some people it's good, but for most of us, we, we prefer to have a steady job with a steady income. I know most podcasts of self-development will tell you differently. They will tell you, oh, you should, you know, quit school, quit college and try to build your own business, yada, yada, yada. I tried it. And I believe that it can work. I'm not saying that being an entrepreneur or freelancer cannot work. You can make a huge amount of money, unthinkable amount of money. But it's just very, very difficult to get there. If you really want to try it, then go ahead. I I encourage you to do all the experiences you can. But I know that 90% of people will quit in the first one, two years. And that was me. I quit. And uh, I did it because I felt it's not for me. And I still stand by my choice that... Uh, working in a in a institution for me is actually a better choice now that also depends on every person like i said um maybe we can make an episode about entrepreneurship in the future as well but like i said being a freelancer is very stressful so you want to make sure you get into an institution and then from there you can start doing your own thing build a freelancer business uh, entrepreneurial stuff you know you can start doing your solo careers or uh, chamber music or whatever, but you need money. You need to have some steady income in the beginning at least. And once you build yourself your own kind of empire, then you can quit the institutional work and focus on your stuff that you're doing yeah, for yourself. That's definitely doable, but you want to have a steady income in the beginning. And for that, the best way to do it in a musician in the music world is yeah entering an orchestra working in a music school a, a real music academy or a conservatory or or a superior school or whatever but somewhere where you get health insurance where you get a financial where you have financial security and all those stuff all those stuff i hope you gained a bit of more clarity with uh, this input here um, you should certainly know now what kind of questions you should ask yourself when you finish your studies, um, what the next step for you is. You might be still confused. You don't know what to do next. Let me tell you, it's part of the process. It will crystallize itself. You will know what you have to do. You will certainly understand at some point in which direction you have to go. Just be patient, aware, and... Um, yeah, and that is it for this episode. I hope you enjoy and I see you in the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs>